Thank you for having me again, guys. Art probably is. <laughs> what are you thinking? Because of things that have happened in the past, we're just not going to have you back? You're a founder. Well, you yeah. got to know that uh, in this life, nothing is guaranteed. Well, you're the only merch that we could think of. The solid six t-shirts. So. <laughs> yeah, if you go, we can't sell we anything on Cafe Press. Never and rest on your laurels. Go. Never. Ever, yeah. ever, ever. There's it's always true. somebody else that would like to step in and take your place. Are you sure it's never rest on your yannies? Oh. oh! Boom! Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so <Throwback>. topical. Yeah. <laughs> Today on the Geek Out Podcast, would you vacuum your house with a Pikachu Roomba? Because I would. We get our first look at Will Smith as the blue Aladdin genie. <laughs> the internet explodes. The Breaking Bad movie will be a direct-to-Netflix release. The official Captain Marvel website is perfectly set in the 90s, just like the movie. And Paul's not here, so I'm going to be Paul. Then The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening is coming back, and it looks amazing! How was that for a Paul? Was that... And if he hated it, he goes, fart, don't like it, get <laughs> no, rid. Get rid. <laughs> what is... Sorry. <laughs> All accurate. Let's geek out. Chum, 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 now it's good to be a geek. Podcast. Hey, it's the Geek Up Podcast, episode 19. It is Valentine's Day. Happy VD. Oh, yeah. At, oh, oh. Or, um, hap- never mind. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> Thursday, February 14th, 2019. No. And right now, Paul is in. Fart um, noise. Yeah, there he goes. I can almost hear him. Paul's in a meeting, so he'll be joining us uh, when he can. But otherwise, this is a room full of geeks. Uh, one, two, three, four geeks right now. There will be five. And we talk about geeky things, mostly movies and shows and whatnot. And we're going to start by talking about what I talk about on the Weekly Geek Out, Bud's Weekly Geek Out, Wednesdays at 7.20 with Dylan and Jason in the Morning Zone. And this week I talked about the the Pokemon accessory you never knew you wanted, which was the Pokemon Pikachu Run Run Cleaner, which is basically... <laughs> Looks to be a plastic vinyl Pikachu sitting atop a Roomba colored like a Pokeball. And it's only rumored retail price is going to be about 40 bucks Canadian. So it's probably going to be awful. Um, and at that price, I will probably also get one. Yeah, because it's not an actual Roomba. No, not the it? trademark. No. Nope. Yeah, so it is going to be awful because I remember we got one of those. We got a room, Roomba-ish oh. device. And it was not a Roomba. Did you pay between three hundred and fifty and five hundred fifty dollars for it? No. Yeah. No. So that, that's the yeah. answer. Roombas, like brand name Roombas, they are hella expensive. How much fun is vacuuming? Seriously, I love it. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> we got a new T-shirt, guys. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> How much fun is vacuuming? I love it. I do. I did it over the weekend, and it was just so satisfying. It's kind of like. Mowing and the lawn. ladies, he's single. <laughs> yeah. I'm at a complete and utter loss of how to respond to that. That was amazing. It's a new Art. t-shirt. Perfect. Um, it really is. Um, I expected you guys to just jump on board and say yes. Do you have, wait, do you have carpets? I have one carpet. Okay, because I like vacuuming on carpets because, you know, you make the pattern go the one way. And, and that's then you all go I was going to say, too, is, yeah, it looks I'm, like. See, I'm traumatized because my mom was a super huge neat freak when I lived at home. Oh, boy. Um, and we had carpets when I was growing up. And we had one room that you can't ever go into unless there's, you have guests. <laughs> so if you oh, went into no. the room, 
my mom knew because you would have footprints in the room. <laughs> oh, and there wasn't no. those like triangle impressions from the vacuum. Mm. Um, and whenever I went into that room and then re-vacuumed it to try to cover my tracks, my mom would know because the triangle patterns were not right. Okay, <laughs> oh if we're going to get into mom issues, <clears throat> if, if I were to stand on the carpet for too long in one place, like talking to somebody or whatnot, or, you know, most pointedly my mother, because oh, your foot, she would, she would like, her eyes would dart down to my feet and she'd give me that nod. And then I have to stand up and like, and like do that brush to like get rid of my yeah, footprints your foot in the carpet because you have foot imprints in the carpet and it makes, uh, makes a, a mark. So I'm going to try and move on from this. <laughs> Let's, uh, yeah. So Art, you're saying you would not be interested in the Pikachu run, run vacuum because I bet you he wouldn't because the patterning would be probably insane. Well, and also he wouldn't get to vacuum. Yeah. Pikachu well, would oh, yeah, take all the fun out of it. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going with that. <laughs> but you'd get to hear, you know, pika, 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 as it goes around the room. It'd be, it, you know, it makes noise. It totally does, yeah. Know. That's why it's better than any of the... No. He's sorry. also indicated, too, though, that he's never really watched Pokemon or didn't really grow up with Pokemon. He grew up with vacuums, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> but he didn't grow up with Pokemon. Priorities, Perfect Rinson. crossover. Priorities. Yeah, I always on. volunteered to do the vacuuming so hang on hello everyone the lunch lady is at reception the lunch lady is at reception you gotta get your lunch you gotta get your lunch don't you last day i was here the page was hello everyone the lunch lady will not be coming in because of the snow the lunch lady will not be coming in because of the snow keep talking about vacuums i'll be back in two seconds i feel like we should pause for you because you're so so into this (laughs) it's like the most into any subject that art has ever been (laughs) (laughs) vacuuming (laughs) yeah this is so weird okay now there's three of us in this room and i can't do five minutes on vacuums (laughs) until it gets back (laughs) the vacuum aficionado has left i don't know yeah, I, and that's actually a good question about the patterning is, is what, what would it look like on your carpet afterwards? Because, yeah, I'm kind of used to, when I vacuum, I'm kind of used to seeing those, that triangular pattern. I mm-hmm. feel like for $30, it's not going to look like anything. Hey, hey, $40. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, and I, that's the thing. Like, I, you know, at, at press time or, uh, you know, when I, when I uh, did the geek out, we didn't know any of these features or, you know, how long the battery would last or anything. So that's probably out now, but I don't care to, to, to look it up but um yeah for 40 you know a 40 dollar robot vacuum hard to say how well it'll go and again even at 350 dollars, this thing the roombas are about what like four inches high where are they putting all the stuff that they're picking up mm-hmm. you know like i can only yeah fit it's, so it's many. not a lot it, it's it doesn't replace vacuuming it's just like for in between i have one Oh yeah, I don't have a Roomba. I have an off-brand one. Yeah, so you got probably got the same one that we have. <laughs> no, it really it works really. Mine's, Does it work really well? Mine's an an Evo Bot, Ebot or something. I don't know what it is. Oh, well, maybe e- we Ecovac. Ecovac. Yeah, we call it Hell. You call it Hell. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love it. We call ours Hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Kirsten. Mm-hmm. I can't vacuum today. <laughs> I would be so angry at it. Um. I'm I'm thinking I'm just going to pause until Art gets back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Radio Magic, I'm just going to pause. Yay! Art's back. Oh. Okay. Sorry for the delay. Okay. Is there any more material you have on vacuuming? What's, <laughs> anything more you'd want to share on your vacuum fetish? I do need some new bags. I noticed that. Oh, my God. Been... You have bags in your... What kind of vacuum Okay, yeah. Let's get a, get a brand name. What are you using? Uh, I don't know what it's called. Sorry. I just know that... Uh, was it really expensive? Does it mean like... No, no, know, it's an old. You oh, just okay. know that it sucks. 
Oh! <laughs> that was a running joke in my house. Vacuum jokes! You see, kids. That was a running joke between my, me and Elisa, because like, we did have a vacuum that was horrible once. That was not the robot one. And she's like, man, we need a view, new vacuum. This one doesn't suck. I was like, then why do we need a new one? He's <laughs> like, because it sucks. Well, then it's doing its job then. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyways, it needs a new bag. I got to replace it. It's a really old vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Art. That's great. Okay, let's talk about Aladdin. Let's promote his other podcasts. One of them has got to be on vacuums. <laughs> All right, I didn't even go around the room. I'm Webmeister Bud. Who are you? I'm DJ Boytano. I don't think it matters. <laughs> Paul would be there, but he's not here. You're Art. Uh, I don't know if I should tell anybody my name after I guess that at whole this point, spiel about sure. vacuums. Yeah. <laughs> Kirsten. Yeah. I am Kirsten James. Uh, you know, I hate to say it, but... The formatics of this podcast just went out the window when Paul Plastina wasn't here. I don't know if that's a coincidence oh, or yeah. not. Oh, yeah. Wait a that minute. That doesn't make any sense. The most disorganized person in this room, who isn't in this room, has like left a cloud of, of flail in on the rest of us. Who knows where we go from here, guys? Who knows? Let's go to the Aladdin trailer. Let's Yay! talk about that. Yay? Mm-hmm. Yay just because it's fun to talk about, or yay because well, you're into I'm, this movie? better than vacuums. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we're not talking about vacuums anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. You guys you guys say your opinions first, because I think mine is contrary. Really? Yours. Yes. My, mm. I'll just say one thing. There must be a way to practically turn someone blue. Like, I don't know, make up um, without completely mocapping them and turning them into that uncanny valley creepy freaky look yeah, of but CGI. Yeah, he came out of the lamp. He needed a no bottom. That's fine. He needed the smoky bottom. The smoky bottom, his bottom half, but just like for the rest cuz it's in the face, and he right? Needed to be it's floaty. the whole uncanny valley thing. You can yeah, you can do that. You can put a real human footage of a real human being onto CG crap as Paul would call it but just the face they, they are not there yet it looks weird well it's because it's a, it's a motion captured CG face and you don't get the full extent of all the musculature just you know no matter how many little reflective dots you put on a face it's still a computer interpreting it and so yeah what we're talking about is that really weird moment at the end of the Aladdin trailer where we finally get to see the genie and his movements are so crazy weird and unnatural and also, it looks like Will Smith. Yeah. And it's just... Are we comfortable with that? Bizarre. Completely not. I'm just going to leave this freeze frame of Will Smith as the blue genie up on the screen. I'm getting nightmares already. Somebody else talk. Is it is like... Are the effects done? Yeah. Can, can you push play? Yeah. Just, I just want to see yeah. him move again. Oh. Well, I don't know if the effects are done. Don't release it if the effects aren't done yet. That's the way I look at it. This is a promotion for the movie. Genie, wishes, lamp, none of that ringing a bell. I think it looks fine. Oh, God. I think it looks fine. I think you're one of six people on the internet who think it looks fine. Okay, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I first found out about this Aladdin real capture, whatever the heck we're calling it, movie, um, and then I saw all the the promotional photos of Will Smith as the genie and he wasn't blue, I was like, oh, Okay, like, I wish he was blue, but I get it, because it's a real-life thing, so why would he be blue? Yeah. And all of the internet... Real-life thing about a genie. 
He looks like life. Tobias in Arrested Development. <laughs> That's what he looks he like. He blew himself. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, but all of the internet was like, well, blue genie, blah, 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 blah. And then Disney gives us a blue genie, and, and then everyone is mad about it. <laughs> I'm happy with the blue genie. I think what's going to happen, he's going to come out of the lamp, he's going to be blue, and then when they go back to Agrabah, he's going to be like, well, I can't be blue anymore because people are going to know that I, something's wrong with me. I'm a never nude, and uh, yeah, so he's going to make himself Well, because there is a color. part in Aladdin, in the animated uh, feature, that the genie's not blue. I don't remember you know. When he's uh, he's singing in the streets and stuff, he's not blue. Oh, make way for In his white yeah. suit, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 yeah, it's disturbing. Every, I don't know why everyone hates it. Okay, I'm so not, let's, just talk, about this, it. let's just... just talk about this movie as a whole, okay? okay. I am excited for it, obviously, because Aladdin is one of the best... Disney movies, one of my favorites. And Guy Ritchie's, uh, pretty much everything that he puts out is pretty good. But that Madonna one? <laughs> okay, well, uh, I'll throw that away. But, and I, when I watched this trailer, I was like, I have problems with three things the castings, Jafar, Aladdin Jafar? himself. Does the Aladdin guy, does he, is he a good looking guy? No. Is he supposed to be? No, but Jafar rat. is. Okay. Yeah, Hot Jafar, that's kind of weird. Funny story about Hot Jafar. So I hadn't seen any of the promo photos for this a couple weeks ago, and Paul was telling me about, oh, have you heard the controversy about Hot Jafar? And I was like, no, I didn't. And he was like, oh, just Google it. And I was at work in the control room of the station and I googled like sexy Jafar <laughs> <laughs> this guy like, came up and immediately I was like oh I shouldn't have googled that yeah. <laughs> and then a couple days later we had to do like this spam and malware uh, yeah. 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 they did a corporate policy update mm-hmm. I'm gonna google it again oh, sexy yeah. Jafar person. I, I need just, to see him again. He's right here. I've, I've got him up on the screen. Right? Yeah, no, Aladdin. I, I mean, but he's young now. You know, I'm, I feel weird if I'm like, yeah, Aladdin is is sexy. But Jafar, I'm liking his vibe. This is Kirsten moving her mic stand, by the way. And we, don't, we did go to radio school. Trust me. It's not my fault. It's squeaky. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> okay. That's me talking about sexy Jafar. Um, yeah, hot Jafar. I'm trying to find more more photos of him, but I can't. But yeah, no, I'm yeah, I'm into him. But but Art, it sounds like you're disappointed that Aladdin is not sexy. Well, I just <laughs> I just no no. I mean, it's not that I'm disappointed, and it just just seems a little wrong, right? <laughs> that he's not sexy. That yeah. sounds like you're disappointed that I he's don't not know. sexy. Okay, sure. I those that and obviously this ridiculous looking genie, which is the most important thing. About Aladdin, I feel so, like he's only going to look ridiculous like while they're in the Cave of Wonders, and then he's going to transform and he's going to be normal. You know, the, the the in the promo shots for this, the biggest complaint everyone had was his shoes, the curly shoes. Right, everyone well, was right, going too. nuts about the curly shoes, and now we have something new to complain about. Because I remember Paul was upset that it was looking too—I don't know what, what did he say about the costumes. He wasn't happy with the costumes. So they were a bit too glamorous, yeah, I think, for yeah. a street rat. Yeah. I remember him bringing that up. And then I asked him if he'd ever been to Agrabah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is. Valid retort. Valid retort. Uh, yeah. So I just, this is a real huge undertaking to remake 
such a Disney classic. And if you don't get the you know the most important things right, people are just going to throw it out the window yes, right they away. Are. And that's yeah. that's why the internet has gone crazy about this. Well, that's another why thing, I've gone crazy about this. Another thing about this is is that a lot of things that are released like this early are whether or not they are in name, they are audience tests. They're they're test research. You know, so I'm, I'm there, there's no way. Disney is not hearing all the static about this and asking themselves, what can we do about this? Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, in a lot of cases, sometimes your principal photography is done, but not all of your VFX, and then they throw it to a trailer editor, completely different from, you know, anybody who's working on the movie, just to, to get something out there. So very often you will see trailers that are incomplete. One of my favorite recent examples was the Venom, one of the Venom trailers, where Venom is in a room full of... Um, uh, computers or whatever he does that big he, he sort of puts his arms together and he goes out and like sort of like spreads his wings and all the computers and all people fly out of there there's one trailer that shows all of the computers and the people going with no venom in the middle and so they just look to just be exploding for no reason out of the center of the room so when they assemble trailers a lot of the times no film is nowhere near done so they're just putting together what they think looks cool what do you think of uh, Will Smith as the genie, though, if you're going to take the uncanny valley out of it and you just heard him speak? Oh, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. As I, am I. I. Yeah, I had no problems with uh, Will Smith being casted as the genie. Like, he, his voice, his uh Obviously, his essence the best case scenario for, for Disney was that Robin Williams would have still been alive mm -hmm. and they would have definitely casted him. And, and crushed him. Would they made him look this dumb, though? Well, I don't know if it would have... <laughs> one, I don't know if it would have mattered as much of, of how he looked because we know it's Robin, it's the original True. genie True. playing the genie. True. So that wouldn't have really mattered. Um, it's just... Kirsten, just move your mic. Yeah, yeah. Don't try and do this slowly. You're it's just like you're gonna... pulling the band-aid slower. <laughs> um, it's just, Yeah, I, it, Will Smith has this thing about him, like... It's, it's almost the same as The Rock. Right? He's a movie star. Yeah, he's a big movie star, so you can't get around the fact that it's Will fucking Smith, yeah. you know? So that's kind of the down... It's, it's, it's sort of his glory and his, his downfall. Yeah. They, I think the they time. needed to cast a big name for yep. the genie, though. And I'm happy with Will Smith. I, I, I'm excited to see what he's going to do for it. It's kind of like... I feel like the genie in Aladdin is a lot like the Joker in Batman, like when Heath Ledger was originally uh, recast and everyone was like nobody's gonna be able to do it like jack nicholson and then we were like oh well actually yeah and then he won an oscar for it i'm also happier that it's will like this will smith and not an animated version of a genie and will smith is voicing it because i don't like will smith as a voice actor see here's the thing i want a balance between those two things this to me is almost too realistic as Will Smith. You have Will Smith with pointy ears and he's blue. Oh, and he's bald with the top knot. I, and, and his movements are just so human. I would have preferred to see a little bit more flubber in this guy's movements. A little floating. A little floating. He's floating. I just want to see more el elasticity to the face and the body movements. Um, and hey! It's hey! Can I still be on this podcast? I suppose. Can I still you know, <laughs> I suppose. Oh, good, the genie. Wait, <laughs> fuck this genie so much. <laughs> fuck him. The worst CGI. Sorry to jump in. I was oh in a meeting. God. I couldn't get out. Fuck this genie, right? Is it? We're all saying it. Can no, all say it together. I like, fuck this I horrible like this genie. genie. What did? Is Disney having problems with money that they can't get a better CGI artist or something? 
Horrific! Welcome to the podcast, Paul. Glad we're a, glad to have you here. I was just about to say that we had talked about this in the beginning, <laughs> that your absence, for whatever reason, had derailed us to the point where we were starting things out of order. Oh, and I was like, how come <laughs> I you not, how come Paul Pustino not being here is making us disorganized? Maybe there's something that we need, and then you bust in here, and you're like, fuck this genius! <laughs> well, let's just start from the beginning. Right. And the Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, is coming back and looks something. We're not starting from the beginning. Oh, I was. Did you already read that? You part? did yeah. miss okay. a real yeah. riveting part about vacuums, though. So. Oh, oh yeah, I had art a has Pikachu. a vacuum fetish. <laughs> oh, do you? You <laughs> said I liked vacuuming. Okay. I don't. I don't, I don't think, think that's, that's what you said. Thing. Oh no, you said it with such passion in your voice, Paul. Paul, you'll have to listen to the podcast to hear what art said. <laughs> I will. For sure. Like, do you guys love vacuuming as much as I do? Because I love vacuuming. I think he closed his eyes when he yeah. said love vacuuming. Yeah, you did. Wow. Wow. Okay. Cool. Um, so much. Wow. Come over to my house and vacuum anytime you want. All right. You are welcome. All right. Should we yell more about the genie? What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> but what is this? Is and it I, just like, the don't CGI? Huh? Is it just the CGI? I think it is. I think because, like, do the Blue Man Group makeup on it if you want it to be blue. But the CGI is the worst possible thing. Make him Tobias Funke. Let him blue himself. <laughs> we've already okay? we've all seen the meme. But, like, this CGI is what makes it so fucking unsettling. So I was just saying, I I wish there was a bit more elasticity to him. Like, a bit more of that crazy gene. Because yeah. this is too... Um, close to a human being's movements and features, I would have wanted to see a little bit more exaggeration. Would that have helped you, do you think? It's something about, yeah, people are making a lot about his face and all that, and how, like, his face doesn't look like it fits no, it's, on the rest of his head. The face, in, in a CG-generated face, you're limited to the number of uh, the, 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 the mocap dots right. that you put on your face when you do a motion capture. Right. So that you, the computer can't extrapolate that. So you either need to have your face completely covered in dots or just the way they're doing it now. It's just not good enough. It's just not precise or high res enough. But it's also in the way that his arm, like you know, we don't get a lot of motion from him, but the way his arm moves is unnatural and horrible. The way that like clearly he's in no legs mode, floating mode, that all those things are, this is why everyone is freaking out that this is horrific on the internet is because your brain is being like, this doesn't make sense. This shouldn't be. This is awful. It's not. It's not comfortable in a cartoon. You can have this character, and it's done in a way that's just like, I love this character. He's fantastical and bigger and larger than life. But trying and doing it in this way, it instead makes your brain be like, the devil is coming to suck my soul out. Oh no! I hate it. I hate it so much. It's so awful. And, and I, it's the CGI. It literally is the CGI. How do you not do this in a better way? How do you not just? I oof. and it's and if you can't get that right, then don't make this damn movie. That's the way I see it. Yeah, do yeah, you, I you, agree. Back to the drawing board. I've been thinking about this since it came out last week. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> I've been, you know, I've been enjoying the memes. I don't want to like just rehash all the memes we've already seen online, but like. This backlash is universal. Not anywhere do you see anyone being like, come on, guys, this looks great. I can't wait. This is, Will Smith is a real cool guy. <laughs> Once oh, again, you were like... Are you doing the impression <laughs> of me? Oh, my God. Uh, but, so, okay. One voice yeah, alone in the dark. Down. I don't think Bob Iger, whoever is running Disney these days, is going to listen to you, Kirsten, and be like, stick to your guns, everyone. Really, are they now looking at all of this feedback? They can't ignore it and be like, what the fuck are we going to do? Here, boys. Thank you for rehashing all the stuff that we've just talked Did about. Did you already say that? That's cool. Right, I'm I'm get some water. Um, 
Paul, Paul. No! Okay, fine. Now he's gone. Great. Now we got to stall and talk about vacuums without the vacuum guy here. And now we got to talk about the genie without the genie guy here. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just. I, I just. I guess it. when I first watched it, I didn't notice the shitty CGI. So rewatching it now, I'm like, okay, I can see how it's a bit unsettling. But mm, I guess like I, I my see. like childlike wonder sees past that, and I'm like, oh, I'm really excited for this movie. Uh, I, I, I admire know, your like, childlike wonder. I didn't think it was that creepy, and I am like the queen of when shit is creepy in movies. Like you don't, I don't like it when they reverse age people. Oh yeah, I don't you don't. Like, I don't like weird uncanny valley. Like no, and and this, I don't know, it looked fine to me. Princess Jasmine, they have casted her correctly. <laughs> that is the best part so far about this movie. Thanks, Art. That's great. <laughs> what? That's important. I also think that uh, they cast the tiger correctly. Oh, and what about Iago? We're going to wait to see how the, how the parrot looks. Ooh, who's yeah. the voice of Iago? That's a good question. Do we not know? Um, I haven't looked it up. It's, uh, it's, uh, what's his face there? Gilbert Godfrey? Gilbert Godfrey! I, don't, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. <laughs> the Affleck duck? Yeah. yeah. Affleck! Do you know who the voice of Iago is, Paul? Have they announced that? If it's not Gilbert Godfrey, that's a missed opportunity. It's clearly be. a missed opportunity. Yeah. I mean, if you can get James Earl Jones back to be Mufasa again, you can absolutely get... There's some roles that just do not exist without the original uh, voice. Not and, yet listed on IMDb. Ooh, I bet you much. it's Gilbert Godfrey, and they just don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Are, do you think we're going to have a talking bird again, though? That's a question. Maybe cause That like, is a good question. Uh, right? Yeah. So, Paul, I was saying that there have to be practical ways to physically paint someone in the makeup chair blue. Do you think this would have worked if, you know, his top half was on a green screen, but it was actually him? Yeah. And then they put him on top of like a floating lower body and, you know, and inserted him that way. Do you think that would have been better than what we're seeing here? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. yeah you think this was the plan the entire time is that the genie was going to be blue? Because... Goes, oh. Um, what if this is a reactionary thing to the Vanity Fair piece where yeah. you see uh, mm. you see the genie and he's not blue? Okay, well, two things. First, uh, do you agree that, the, that trailers are sometimes audience test viewings and that they are gathering feedback to They're see? They're not going to unmake him blue, though. Yeah, I think. No, I suppose. And I think when the Vanity Fair thing came out, there was something about Guy Ritchie saying that it's not the complete process. Right. I seem to very clearly recall. They said, and that's when everybody's going, oh, well, obviously he's going to be blue. I just think, he, like I said, I think he's going to be blue in the Cave of Wonders when he first comes out, and then when they leave, he's going to not be blue anymore. I don't think we're going to have crazy blue CGI Will Smith throughout oh, the movie. Know. I don't know about that. I'd be kind of okay with that if the rest of it was practical effects and you know prosthetic ears and whatnot, and and he actually has his head shaved like that or whatever. But I just do, when they remade Beauty and the Beast, except for a couple of songs, they didn't really gr- vastly change the plot or anything. So I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, on the Lion King sounds like it's going to be shot for shot so I don't really see the why they would do that why they would make such a major change to the appearance of the genie the Vanity Fair pictures that came out were kind of like I think they were just showing um, scenes where he just wasn't in his full blue form Mm -hmm. I think like once it's you know he's hanging around as Prince Ali's advisor or whatever it is Mm -hmm. he can't just be hanging around as this giant blue thing so he turns himself into a normal-ish looking dude Um, but so I think we're mostly going to get blue genie unfortunately I'm excited about the blue 
blue, Genie. Look, I was too, I of was course. I was so sad when he like, wasn't blue. No, I want him to be blue. Of course I do. But like you're saying, but like, couldn't you, yeah, just put Will Smith there and then turn him blue in post? Like his body doesn't add up. His head doesn't add up. He, j- Will Smith looks great with his shirt off. Let's just get that going. You know, put the cufflinks on him and then turn his skin blue. You can do that with computers. Make his skin blue and luminescent and everything like that. But this CGI nightmare is... It's going to tank this movie. Maybe it's because of the it floating. I think it's just the floating. I don't think it's that. Look no, at the I, think it's, yeah. I think it's maybe mostly it's in the face, face, then in the arms. Again, maybe I also think like maybe the, the VFX is not done. And I get that. I get like if it's not done, then why release it? But yeah. they were getting a lot of pressure. Well, that's you know? if that's what we're going to do with trailers, then maybe that's where we're going with it, right? So I'm, do you really think, Brian? Do you think that that this that like when we see this movie... When we see trailers, a lot of the trailers like that we do see, even Avengers, the... the the VFX is not done. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that too. Uh, we had we had that shot last week when we were looking at the trailer for Avengers. You have that shot in the hangar where they're all lined up, right? Um, they're all lined up walking in, in silhouette form. Now, in an early shot of that, in an early teaser of that, you actually see um, the outside of the building doesn't have an Avengers A, whereas the outside of the building in the most recent Super Bowl trailer does have an out like does have that yeah. A, right? And that A is because they didn't build that set outside. That's all CGI. And we so talked it's like ab- they didn't finish that. We talked about this. They give it to a different editor. It's, yeah. it's barely finished uh, principal photography. H- half, if not all, your VFX shots aren't done. And they just want to get something out. So in a lot of, ta- a lot of cases, when they do this, it's nowhere near Because, yeah, already. they're never... It's not like they're done the movie now and they're just waiting and they're, they're just going to put out the marketing. They're putting out the marketing whilst they're editing. I don't disagree. I just think that, you know, this genie now being the new Emperor Supreme of the Uncanny Valley, okay, <laughs> they've really got to fix that if this movie is going to work. I want, I look, Kirsten, I'm not trying to be pessimistic about this, and I love your optimism. Absolutely. I want him to look good and look blue. I want to love this genie. I want it to be its own thing. I want Will Smith's personality and all that to shine through in the same way that Robin Williams did in the original cartoon. But, uh, and even that picture you keep bringing up bud that still this is a still what we're looking at is a still provided by walt disney where uh, it's different from the trailers and we're seeing will smith as the bigger blue genie pointing at aladdin and his bottom half is uh is is misty looks good that actually looks pretty good well because it looks like will smith yeah to me to me what we see in the trailer is will smith with with like a photoshop filter of a lot of his details just tamped down yeah so I hope. Look at. I hope you're all right that this is just. Uh, it's not gonna what we're be gonna fine. Get. It's Disney. <laughs> what are you talking about? Have we beaten this horse to death? Sorry, sorry. It's not beat a dead horse. It's it's feed a fed horse. Thanks, Peta. Have we fed this horse to death? I'm so glad that I came in for this. I'm sorry if I rehashed and retread all what you guys. That's already okay. Said. Honestly, I'm your so entrance into the room was exactly what this podcast is all about. <laughs> okay, <Paul>. good. <laughs> Let's talk about Frozen Two. My goodness. Um, I didn't see this coming, but, you know, I'm mostly out of it. So um, <laughs> we have a, an opening scene of Elsa at a, at, a, at a crashing shoreline, and she's 
trying to looks like she's trying to surf. Looks like she's she's been at this for a while and she's tying back her hair and she's running into these into this big wave, this big surf. And every time she hits the 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 water, she's making her little ice footprints. And then, but every time she tries to crest the wave, she gets thrown back to the beach. And so she's just trying this again and again and again. We don't know what this is all about. And she keeps going. And eventually, she fires in her beams and is able to sort of make it over the crest. And then and then we see a little bits of the movie and the other characters, but. Pretty interesting Frozen 2 trailer thoughts. Maybe she's stranded there and then she's Just going to stuck. adopt a volleyball as her best friend. <laughs> Good theory. Elsa! I, I haven't seen Frozen 1, so it looks kind of cool, though. Whoa, like, hey, what? I haven't seen Frozen 1. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, she looks like Mrs. Freeze. I like it. <laughs> Mrs. Freeze. She's just like pulled from like the worst Batman movie. Yeah, <laughs> it is like Iceman from the X Men, or yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Iceman from the X Men. That's right. That's what that's what that reminds me of. Freeze on. No, that's not. Has the there ever been a sequel that Disney has made, like an animated sequel that has been a wide release and good? There's been a threequel. Um, we, you know, Paul and I would talk about this. Uh, what was it? Return of Jafar? Return of Jafar. Um, yeah, but that wasn't wide release, though, was it? <laughs> Return of Jafar was wide release. Was it? Yeah. No, it didn't the go third, to the, the third one. The, was there a third one? Yes. Well, what, what we're talking about is, is how uh, the original Aladdin movie was fantastic. The second one was the, a gigantic heap of dog turd, and the third one was pretty darn good. The, the Return of Jafar was pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. No, I think no, not Return, Return of, of Jafar, Jafar was the second one. Return you know of the Jafar didn't even have the genie. No, it didn't, didn't have, have the genie. It didn't have Robin Williams. It didn't Williams. have Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. He came back. For That's the what I'm saying. Yeah. Dan Castellaneta took over yeah. um, from The Simpsons and did like a serviceable job. I think if it would have had Robin Williams, it would have been a lot better. Of course. Obviously. Um, and they and realized been, that and brought him back for the third, which is what made that right. a better one. But you know, I think that even. I don't even remember the third one now. The third one was. The they 40 find Thieves. Out, yeah, Aladdin's dad oh, is like right, yeah. King of the 40 Thieves and all that. And it's interesting as well. It's like nothing captures the magic and the. like great story of obviously the first one um, I, if you want to double check on this I'm almost positive Return of Jafar did not come out in the theaters it's, Maybe yeah, that's I don't what think it so. it's interesting yeah. to me though like that we're seeing Disney now making these sequels and like monetizing on sequels because as huge as Disney is it's not really something they've ever done is is put out an animated sequel that is this big as Frozen 2 yeah right yeah. well yeah, because I guess only the only Disney property or like the sub Disney properties that do that are like the Pixar movies, right? And, yeah, yeah, know, they do it most well. part. They're doing well. Um, sequels do make sense, though, obviously from a monetary point of view. And it's funny. I was talking about Frozen the other day. I was going down like a um, watching the songs wormhole. There, um, I don't love the songs. Even Let It Go and Build a <laughs> Snowman and all that. That's why I was watching it because I was thinking about Do you want to build a snowman? Because we had a snow day here in Victoria. Brian started oh, his mixtape. I, I did it on a mixtape. That yeah, that's so right. Good. That probably yeah. got it. In my brain there um so but it's interesting I, I was reading a lot about frozen as well and frozen is kind of close uh, one of the closest things disney animation has to an original story it's based on this the like, snow queen yeah this classic mm-hmm. tale the snow queen dark tale it's dark <laughs> and when you read the like the snow queen that story it's almost indecipherable you cannot really connect how any of the plot points work at all it's almost inspired by 
Well, like, yeah, most of like the Disney movies are those like dark, like Hans Christian yeah, Andersen, yeah. like Brothers Grimm stories that they make have a nice ending at the end. No, totally, they do. They like they freshen them up, they nice them up. But like this one is you, you, they're indistinguishable from each other. Like you cannot, or not sorry, indistinguishable. They just like have no connection, pretty much, other than how about us queen with a snow power? It's like it's <laughs> totally, totally different. So this is coming from a kind of an original place for Disney, and this that kind of gives them the creative license to say hey this is one of our most profitable movies of all time we pretty much almost made this whole movie and story from whole cloth we can go again we can continue this story however we want and the franchise has continued to be gigantic long after the the, the original movie came and went there they've got a successful ice show and 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 the the characters and the songs almost especially have have lasted and been stronger probably not at this strength since The Little Mermaid, you right. know, and, and it was a different, differently marketable time back then, so it makes sense that they would, they would do this. Hey man, Pocahontas had some pretty dope songs in it. Colors and the, the Lion King! Wind. That was after Little well, Mermaid. Of course, yeah. Throw things. That's all part fair of the little songs. Those are th- great songs. I think what I get from this trailer, though, and what kind of sets this apart from all of the Return of Jafar's and the uh, uh, Simba's son, because that was definitely a movie, mm-hmm. by the way, and like all the shitty direct-to-video sequels is it looks like they're pouring resources into this. Definitely. Mm-hmm. This is like, looks just as good as the original Frozen, and it looks as if they poured writing and care and attention into the story of it, whatever that story is going to be, rather than just putting their B or C team on it and cranking out some Return of Jafar nonsense to, you know, as a cat quick and probably small cash grabs direct-to-video. They started doing those, too. Yeah, those direct-to-video ones where they were getting, like, animators from Korea and stuff. It doesn't even didn't even look the same. No. Like, Mulan, Mulan they did that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then, like, not the same voices and everything like that. And Didn't just, they make a movie called Kronk's New Groove to sequel The Emperor's oh, New yeah. Groove? <laughs> yeah. And there's a TV show, too. God, Emperor's New movie. Groove TV show. Crazy. Yeah. So maybe they're taking the Pixar route because look at Pixar just like sequelizes everything absolutely Mm -hmm. and again like all the current attention goes into those Pixar sequels and you know here we are living in a world where Toy Story 3 is more beloved than Toy Story 1 so you know Monsters University has even more hairs on Scully than Monsters (laughs) Inc I think you also we're at a point now where you're we have a different generation of people running uh, Disney uh, the animated studios whereas before it was like they didn't really care about story let's just get these characters into another movie that we can get some more money out of even if it's direct to video right whereas this one you know frozen because it was an offshoot of the snow queen but very different offshoot of the snow queen they were able to create these characters that were so lovable that now they can put these characters into a different situation like they would do the toy story characters uh with pixar or the people from cars and or the cars from cars and uh, and everybody so <laughs> because they are more original yeah they're a yeah. little bit more original they're they're characters that have their own it's like they it's like they build that world before they they wrote the movie. Right. Oh, they, like they actually like, thought it out. They Ooh. thought out who the character was. They have like a, a board of like certain character profiles, right? Because everybody in Frozen has their own sort of scenes that show the distinctness of their characters, mm-hmm. right? Like this, oh, I forget the guy's name, but the dude running riding the moose right now. He's it's such, a reindeer. Uh, <laughs> the reindeer, the moose. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> right. What's his name? Uh, Klaus? No. It's Klaus. Not, that's that's sure. me being... Christoph. Christoph. Right, that's oh, right. 
But yeah, Kristoff has his own character. He has his own moments where he gets to show off of his uh, show off his character, right? No, and wait, even- wait, no, wait, wait. Kristoff is a bad guy. Hans is a good guy. Hans. Hans. Has his own moments, you know. He has his own. <laughs> he has his own character that everyone remembers. Yeah. He's so lovable, Hans, <laughs> and even the moose. I mean, reindeer. the reindeer. It, oh, is Frozen a movie that I go, got to go back and see? It's in the Disney classics. It? I got to go watch it. You should if you like yeah. Disney classics. But I, to my be really honest, I think it's one of my least favorite movies. I think this is a movie that did really well from kids just loving the two songs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right, and then watching them over and over again, and in a world of YouTube where they just can go back and keep watching them and watching them. That's how Frozen became so ingrained into the... It was definitely YouTube that did it. Cause That's like, Mandy Moore, yeah. YouTube right? Mandy got... Moore. No, no, it's, it's Adele, Adele and Nazim. Nazim. <laughs> I love right. that. Oh, oh. I watch that YouTube <laughs> again, too. Right. That is the cringiest fucking thing of all time. Just if you feel like you want to feel your butthole pucker inside out, so go and watch talented. John Travolta miss announce that woman's name the oh my god at the Oscars yeah wickedly talented yeah you're oh my god that is like I started got to that cringe reference over and, uh, wickedly talented no. and then she gets the name wrong and he knows it what? you think that was an ad lib the wickedly talented yeah or? well cause uh, I think yeah. he was stalling because he knew he saw the name and he's like oh shoot I don't know how to pronounce this so he is like starting to stall like wickedly talented awesome and then he's like let's just go for it I, I, I take it more as like he got so he got so up on himself over wickedly he was gonna put so much hot spicy pepper his brain Ooh, just ran out of juice so on good. wickedly yeah that's yeah. right that then he when he when his, his eyes Sorry, caught up to his did name you, did you pull it up oh yeah can you play it in yeah. your headphones give me a second here oh, okay. <laughs> I just it's such a handle it. oh my god oh no yeah. my genitals like suck in the Oscar winning animated movie Frozen Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Thuzzy. Oh, God! Oh, God! Oh, oh it's bad. Why did he oh, say man. that like he was in Pulp Fiction, too? Like, wickedly. Because. Why? Right. was in Pulp Fiction once. Sorry to even bring it up, everybody. That That's, in the moonlight, or the when they got the Oscar wrong at the end of the night. Oh those, God, we'll remember that, that so forever. Good. Yeah, right? Just want to go one one point back. You're mentioning the hairs on uh, in Monsters University. Oh yes. Um, I saw a thing. We a movie we haven't yet talked about. I don't think, which is uh, Alita: Battle Angel. Um, mm. Anybody? That is uncanny valley. That is Fuck very uncanny. her eyes. So, the direct. <laughs> okay. Fuck her eyes. All right. That's gonna be. Go. That's gonna be Kirsten's t-shirt. Let's just. Uh, all right. So. Fuck her um, eyes. <laughs> Solid sticks and fuck her eyes. <laughs> Look at them. So anyway, I'll just run this trail in the background. Uh, the, the bird's eye view is Alita Battle Angel is a, a, c- a movie coming out uh, based on a manga. Uh, the lead character is, is fully, fully CG amongst a world that is mostly CG, but the human, the, uh, most of the other human beings are actually human beings. And her eyes in the, in, the, in the manga and in the movie are ridiculously gigantic. And anyways, I saw All an right. interview with the director, and the director was saying that one of her eyes has more computer-generated complexity than all of Gollum. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, it, you know, that's, that's time, right? It's, it's been a long time since we've, uh, since, you know, since Gollum and things have, things have like progressed along. My phone way, has more technology in it than the uh, 1969, like, Apollo moon 11 moonlander. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. But, uh, you know, an eye, an entire creature. Anyway, anyway. No, and you know what? 
Fuck her eyes. Fuck her sure. eyes. <laughs> no, I know. But that is she is the queen of Uncanny Valley with Will Smith the genie. But and that, they can make weird babies. <laughs> oh my god. They can make grand Blue, big eyed babies <laughs> <laughs> with top knots. Let's maybe switch gears and talk about um, the official website for the Captain Marvel movie. Yay! A number of people passed this to me, and it is it is glorious. It is a thing of 90s beauty. Marvel.com slash Captain Marvel. It's I said there's no MIDI file, right? No, there's no MIDI running in the no. background, which is a real shame. It is a lost opportunity. Basically, the website, if you haven't seen it, is the glorious 90s-tastic Everything is in here. We have animated GIFs of the spinning extruded at, you know, for email. We have an animated tiled blue background. We've got all the sprites Ooh, what and number GIFs. Yeah, visitor counter. What yeah, we got a visitor counter. What number are we? We are... And then you can go when 13. you're listening to this podcast and see how many people have visited the website yes, since then. Yes, since we were visitor 13,031,968. Yeah, we have animated gradients and everything. It's, it's, it's just, oh, oh, and this, the... Um, What's this called? Posturizing the effect in Photoshop. You got a sun flare. I don't know what is up with this. With you can you can lady. smash it. You can I know. I've been trying to. I've been trying to. Uh, yeah. So it is a perfectly beautiful um, early HTML slash MySpace slash GeoCities um, website uh, on uh, on the internet that you can go and and yeah. enjoy what the internet was like before it was now. And it's pretty cool because you could spend a lot horrible. of time on there. The, yep. the whole, like, uh, go on the bus and find out who there's a scroll Oh, I did so bad at that. And I was like, I wonder if this is going to have, like, spoilers. That's what anything. I thought, too, because uh, I knew that the old lady was a, uh, what is she? A scroll. She's a scroll, yeah. I knew that she was because of the trailer, right? Yeah. So I was, I was also like, well, this is spoilers. Yeah, I've been <laughs> slamming this movie with its marketing <laughs> and its trailers and all that you, stuff. Because all you want is Avengers. Yeah, that's part of it. You, you, all you want is Avengers, and then to go home and vacuum. That's all you want to do. <laughs> I'm not going to live this vacuuming. Thing no, you're not. This vacuum gag will be a solid six. Yeah. God damn it! Uh, but yeah, because I haven't loved the trailers. I haven't loved a lot of the stuff they've done around this. But this, the '90s kick, and this is cool. I I will say that. I got really excited for a quick second here because I scrolled down to the bottom where they have all the uh, all the footer links again I, in I believe Comic Sans if I'm not much mistaken <laughs> yes it is oh yes uh, and then there's a large swath of empty space at the bottom which I thought oh my goodness they filled it up with keywords when websites used to spam the bottom of the website with all the words that they wanted Google so to or, Google, or yeah. Alta Vista or Ask Jeeves or Yahoo to reference but what I what I did notice is there's a teeny tiny little um, a hidden uh, what is this? There's just like a little hidden human the figure. View the source. View the oh, yeah. Source. So uh, geeks like myself have viewed the source and noticed that if we do control F, table, there is not one table in this thing. Frame? No, not one frame. How is this really? This is a proper CSS style sheet. That's not right. Okay. This was actually my question to you there, bud, because yep. I will say um, I'm kind of with art in that. This marketing has not done a super duper good job, even though I am excited about this character and I'm excited about like spending a movie with her and getting to know her before she, you know, comes and kicks all the ass in Avengers. Like mm -hmm. I'm watching this completely Ooh, as it's three weeks today. Oh yes, Woo. March eighth. Here we go. Um, number nice. one, it's going to be a cool Nick Fury prequel, and number two, it's going to be 
um, really, it's like just a big, huge appetizer for the Avengers Endgame. We that is going to be such a big movie yeah. that we almost need like this pre meal for this it. This is at our amuse bouche. Totally, it is. That's why. Nice. That's how I'm going into this movie. But the things that do appeal to me a lot are um, the '90s nostalgia. I think they're done really well. That first image we saw in the trailer of the blockbuster video is yeah. so good, and now this. Um, website is amazing because I Beautifully forget how accurate. horrific websites were in the 90s. My question to you, Bud, as yep. a web designer, yep. is in 2019, is it more difficult to make this piece of shit website than it would be to set up a Squarespace or a whatever people use to just like make really, really good-looking websites now? Yes. template isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. It would be much more difficult to make something like this nowadays because so many, so much of the crap in here, and we're talking the, the beveled frames and the purple outlines um, and, and like default underlined, uh, that stuff has to be added in now where all those standards were deprecated years possibly yeah, like made decades browser. ago. Yeah. Kirsten, as a longtime web designer, can also speak to this. And like, what's beautiful here is they put in a broken JPEG, which is probably an image of the broken JPEG um, uh, <laughs> graphic because JPEGs don't break like this on the internet anymore. <laughs> yeah. On purpose. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, I guarantee you that, that this would have been quite a good lot of work um, to create a website that looks so bad. And as a guy who, especially in the design realm of all the stuff I've done over the years here, it does take a lot of work to make something look accurately bad. Right. Mm -hmm. Like one of the first busboards I ever did for the queue, we, we took a photo of this really big beefy guy lying down and we put Ed's head over it. But Ed's head was to look like it was torn from a photo and, and then it was taped, taped on, and yeah. tacked up. And like I took pieces of duct tape and I stretched them badly and I put them on a piece of transparent glass and I, and I scanned that and then I cut it out carefully and put it on there and added just enough of a, a shadow and the paper rips and everything. Like To make something look bad effectively is a lot of work. Yeah, wow. So I, I, What's I that? What, what, is that like a real player that's embedded? Oh in no! That Here's page? the great thing: it's that? the Cree player 1.0. Oh, real ah. player, if you don't remember, was a uh, initially audio and then audio and video, just completely deprecated format of streaming video. But one of the pioneers, and so yeah, they've totally stolen that. The this is a, a picture slideshow, but yeah, beside it is the Cree player, which they've actually made work with CSS. Um, but just yeah, just hilariously horrendous. How bad good this website is. Okay, but also you probably know about this. You know that Space Jam's website is still live, right? Oh yeah. Like the original. I've heard about this. I go, haven't go gone to it for a while. Untouched. Since it's the day untouched it was and they just leave it up. It is amazing. So if you want to compare a real nineties website to the fake Captain <laughs> yeah, Marvel website. That is a great call. Go yeah. to the Captain Marvel website. It's Marvel.com slash Captain Marvel. And then Go look at the Space Jam the website. Space Jam oh, website is pretty fantastic. No mouse over effects, I noticed, which <laughs> must have been just ahead of the time. But yeah, we well, have look the, how small it is too. Exactly, because like, this is designed for six forty four eighty screens, right? <laughs> so yeah, we've got one one logo in the middle, and then all the uh, the navigation is around it in a series of planets and spaceships and whatnot. And yeah, no mouse over effects and anything. But oh yeah, there's a site map. Of course, there's a site map. Freaking <laughs> adorable and hilarious. I had forgotten all about this website. Nine. 1996 they did this and yeah you'll have to search for it because they've archived it onto a, a fairly complicated URL but I will put it in the show notes and unfortunately I'm pretty sure it has now been updated so rest in peace but uh, the University Heights Mall 
website if you're from Victoria was a treat, but I think they've redone it. <laughs> was it classic see this. <laughs> Uh, oh, wait a minute. No, it looks redone. a little redone. Although they're still using a tiled textured background, which is... There was like a, a little dancing popcorn on there. Oh like goodness. It was so oh, good. It was like, amazing. email me. Oh, it was so you, good. You like check the hours of Johnny Z's. <laughs> I hate the internet so much in the 90s when I was like coming up with it. I have a feeling that's why I don't love 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 the internet even now today because it was all that shit and I think that even though it was all brand new and like wow what a marvel of technology where I can watch a little video on my screen but it takes forever and it's in this real player like what looking at this website <laughs> is giving me like horrible PTSD flashbacks <laughs> but from using the internet wow. like trying desperately to see a boob you oh know and that God. being the only worthwhile endeavor <laughs> to sit through how awful the early internet was see and for me as a guy who learned during this phase Thankfully, when it wasn't important, I would just go and inspect code and grab little bits and build and learn from that. Oh, my God, is a blink tag. I just noticed the name Captain Marvel is blinking. Um, as a guy who, you know, th- th- it was a lot of work to build a site that looked this good right. in the 90s. But I remember those those little 80. Why do I remember this? The little 88 pixel wide by 21 pixel high. Those buttons that works best in Netscape Navigator, Internet Explorer. <laughs> I made one of those, an animated button with the you know the two pixel extruded frame for the queue, um, I can't even remember what it said. You know, back in the day, we uh, had the URL radioq.com, and I'm pretty sure I had the letters that were individually like fading. Oh my god, it was oh man. Oh. Yeah, Paul did. Uh, Paul hit the nail on the head when he asked like, it, did they? This would have taken a lot of work because mm-hmm. I had thought to myself like, did they have to revive like GeoCities or something to in order to make this thing work? Yeah, no, they would have had to have rebuilt this naturally. That's crazy. I'm pretty sure, like, there's. I'm looking at a gradient here that goes from red to purple. Great, great color scheme, red and purple. Always put those together. <laughs> yellow That's writing. sarcastic. Never do it. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure they would have had to have maybe exported a gradient like this on a much lower, like probably a 16, 16 bit color palette, and then screen capped it, then and then and then used it. What do you think, Kirsten? Um. Like, because this is a graphic, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. Like, they would have had to have made... Like, it's just... Oh, it's so deliciously yeah. awful. Everyone should look at this website as... as um, I'd link to it in the show notes. Yeah. To, to just know and remember, like, maybe you're too young or maybe you can't remember now, because we're all used to just... Us all knowing what the internet should look like. It took us 10 or 15 years to figure that out. Yeah. Um, to really see, like, how horrific the internet really was. I remember I had... Um, in school, we took a website building class or like a web oh, design wow. class, and um, it, it was so funny. Right, right then, it was like that was the day they figured out, like never put these <laughs> fucking stupid rotating dancing babies and stuff like that. Oh, on your the website. dancing baby! Yeah, and we learned about like don't fucking put yellow writing on red. Like that is that makes your eyes bleed, and that's why we live in a world today where Facebook is you know figure that out pretty easily. You put blue on white or you put black on white like you would on paper in real life. It's, it's, That's all we want to look at. It's like the entire world of web designers anyways. Just a huge swath of people was able to witness what every designer and to a certain extent photographer goes through. Right. Is when you get the new toy, 
the internet, yes. HTML. Yeah. You have to try every trick in the book to see what it does. Ultimately, you will learn your way out of that crap. But in the beginning, early days, that's why you always have this cringeworthy work at the beginning. Because you are putting in all these stupid effects just because you're there. It's why MySpace eventually fell to Facebook. Facebook, you could not customize. But on MySpace, you can make your page look like whatever god-awful vision you could have. <laughs> yellow writing on red backgrounds. And people thought they were being creative. Right. Yeah, that's right. It's like, oh, I'm fun. Mine is really fun and interesting to look at. No, it makes your eyes bleed. <laughs> you wouldn't be in my to top Facebook. nine, Paul. <laughs> attitude. We're going over to Facebook and that's where all the like un- less creative people are but they have prettier vacation photos so that's all I want to look at. Fair this enough. is the most we've talked about Captain Marvel I think on this podcast. Or 90s websites. I think you're absolutely right. Good job website. Let's uh, shift gears and talk about uh, Art's favorite topic and although vacuums. something that may not be. No, not vacuums. Breaking bad. Is he doing it for Stop you? It. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even here for that. I'm sucking up some popcorn. You're not allowed, <laughs> Paul. No, Paul, no, you're not allowed to chirp. No, he's not allowed, but he's doing a pretty good job. So the Breaking Bad movie will come to Netflix as a direct-to-video sequel, um, you know, as opposed to what we all assumed would be, you know, a proper wide-release movie in theaters. And as probably the biggest Breaking Bad fan in the room, Art, what are your thoughts on this? Mm. I guess they're wrapping up production here pretty quickly. I was reading that. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, we just got wind of this a couple of months ago, and now they're wrapping up production. Yeah, this, this month in incredible. New Mexico. But, I mean, good for them, right, for keeping their cards close to their chest, because yeah. it's the internet, right? And things always seem to get leaked early, so... Well, I'm going to watch the shit out of it, obviously. <laughs> do you do you have any fears about its quality based on its platform? No, I don't. Okay. And it's going to be released on AMC, I think. Uh, but after Netflix, well. wasn't it? Yeah, after Netflix, yeah. So you're, you're thinking that Vince Gilligan is a genius and knows what he's doing. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, Netflix is not going to be fucking around with him. No. This isn't because, this isn't Cloverfield Paradox where we don't think this is going to be good enough. This is Vince Gilligan thinking this is the right place for this And movie. this is Breaking Bad. It doesn't need a whole lot of money behind it, I don't think. Do you I mean, think it's a case, though, then of, like, was it maybe a bidding war between AMC and Netflix? Then, question. like, maybe they made this movie, they hyped the movie, mm-hmm. and then AMC just wasn't offering them enough money to to put it on their network Yeah, that's first. a good question. Why is it going to Netflix? But that does AMC have an on-demand service, or would it be, like... The you know the '90s where it's like ooh it's Sunday at six we got to sit down for the Breaking Bad movie. That's what I think. That's what they're planning on doing with the Walking Dead movies, with the Rick Grimes movies, is that they're gonna make these Rick Grimes movies and release it on AMC as like a special event, hmm. right? And I, that's what I thought that, they were gonna. That do is with this. a really interesting thought. Yeah, uh, does that make me more nervous? Maybe I. This well, no, all- it almost should make you more excited. Think so? Because, like, what if it's just like, damn, this is fucking good. No. It's so good that maybe Netflix wants more of a piece of it. Maybe yeah. they just came in all of a sudden, like, added more, more money to the pot and saying, here, we'll give you this much money if you let us release it here I first. I feel like it must have been some sort of partnership, though, because don't you think that AMC still has a stock in it, though? Like, that they oh, would have had sure. first right of refusal? Like it, it's yeah. So yeah. like maybe there was like some sort of like they're like okay Netflix you have the ability to release this to however many people at the same time and they can stream it whenever they want. So we'll let you do that and we'll take a portion of those prof- mm. profits. Hello everyone. This is a spoiler alert. Thank you. Uh, thinking about just the whole idea of having you know a direct sequel to 
the, maybe the greatest TV show of all time. Yes. Why does it need to exist? Well, well I want you, Art, to like really like yeah. convince me of this philosophically because, yeah, I can agree that Breaking Bad had the best character arcs maybe of any TV show, like nice and tight and however many seasons it was, uh, like Just clear five. story, yeah. really amazing arcs for everybody. And that... Ending that final episode is one of the most satisfying endings for every character. It wraps mm-hmm. up everything so nicely. And although, yeah, Jesse, like just driving away, of course, there is like he's got a whole more life left to live, obviously. And we can, you know, imagine how happily he lives ever after. Hey, spoilers. Sorry. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should <laughs> yeah. definitely oh, throw in. Uh, smash Mary into this. Yeah. <laughs> smash Mary. <laughs> so that's my to smash wait, Mary. Wait, wait, okay. Because there are a few people here who have Seen Scroll, Breaking Scroll. Bad, right? <laughs> Maybe Mary's a Why scroll. are we talking about this? <laughs> <Mary's a scroll. laughs> Somebody better go out there and put, never mind. Yeah, never mind. Sure. Honestly, though, no, I have not seen it, and I, I'm I'm fine with yeah, it. Go ahead, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so Art, so Art, like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, we that's the last scene we see of Jesse. It's satisfying an ending as open ended as it is. As much as yes, they of course can do now a whole movie about him. You, but you also love Better Call Saul. You love the deep dive prequel into that character. Please convince me that this will be good worthwhile and um, like uh, living up to the legacy that Breaking Bad left. Yeah, I I think it's going to fill in a lot of the question marks that haven't. But you said it was a satisfying end. But I think there are a lot of people who want to know what happened with Jesse, uh, with Walt's family, with um, some of the other smaller characters, and what Skinny, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Skinny Pete. And what, uh, what happens with those guys. And they're going to have, of course, cameos with Brian Cranston, and I think you're going to get. It's just going to be more goodness because you're going to have Don't these you flashback mean more scenes. badness. Sure. I've never been good with puns. More breakingness. <laughs> no. And yes, this is Vince Gilligan, and his detail-oriented style is just. It's just going to be like, oh wow, that's what happened there. Or uh, it, it was three episodes at the end of Breaking Bad season five. I remember looking up and going, wow, there's only three more episodes in this because I came and watched it after it already finished on TV, and I'm like, only three more episodes? How are they going to wrap this up in three episodes? And they did it pretty damn well. Like like possibly said. the three best episodes of TV in the last yeah. decade. And it was. Oh, wow. It was definitely maybe the three best episodes of TV, but. Why wouldn't you want more? There's probably a lot more because it was a very, like, it's a storyline that has so many sides and layers and characters. And you're seeing that with Better Call Saul, which is just making Breaking Bad better, I think. Is this a sequel? Like, it takes place after? Immediately after. (sighs) After Breaking Bad. Yeah, no, I'm with Paul. Like, I feel like the ending is satisfying and you don't need to know more. Like, why? Like, I don't need to know. It's nice for it to be up to your imagination. It's like if they were going to make a sequel to Inception and they were going to, you know, stop the top and be like, "Ooh, it, it actually wasn't a dream." <laughs> you know, it's yeah. it's nice leaving that there. Like, I and I don't, get that too. I don't know what's this going to be, and why would why why would Walt come back? Flashback, well, Walt, well, Walt's not. Damn it! I don't like spoiling this shit. For those who haven't watched Breaking Bad, because I wish I could go back and erase my memory and watch it again. Mm. Like, that's how good Breaking Bad is. I will say that 
I believe you when you say that Better Call Saul is like as good as Breaking Bad and like makes it better and all that. So it's that combined with how good Breaking Bad is, how well plotted and planned and, and done it is that I like I have if I'm gonna trust anyone with a project that's like this, building on it in an established um, really good series, it's Gilligan. Yes. So I'll give well, you that. He's yet to fuck anything up, but this is where he could stumble. Would you rather that you just made it like another season? You nope. think that would be better? As I always say, it's like uh, Christopher Nolan. Hey, Christopher Nolan, you did a great job on Batman movies. Um, don't please make 10 more Batman movies. What would you like to do next? You're clearly just good at what you do. Uh, I got an idea about uh, dreams. Do it. I want to do a really intense uh, World War II movie. Uh, fine. Fuck off. We'll do whatever you want. Right? That's what you do to creative people who are good at things. You don't keep going, you tell leading them back to the same cow to milk it to death. It's like the Wachowskis. They had to make this movie called Bound to prove to Warner Brothers that they could make The Matrix. Right. And this was a proving ground for them. And then look what happened The Matrix. And I just think uh, the guy who plays uh, Aaron, what's his name? The guy who plays Jesse Pinkman. Aaron. Oh, Paul, yeah, Paul. Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston, they're not going to put themselves in a position to fuck this up. I agree. I think it's like, and they trust Vince Gilligan so much, just like you and I should, that they're going to come up with something <laughs> good here. So that's that's it's, my pitch for it. It's Gilligan. And I know it's kind of weak, but that's all I got. The only other show that you even can compare Breaking Bad to, The Wire, yeah, yeah, but is The Sopranos. And so equally, I'm excited for David Chase, it's the same original guy, making The, the Saints of Newark, right? Mm -hmm. Which is going to be The Sopranos movie. So I trust these guys. I don't love they're going back to the same exact well. I'd love for them to do something different. But if this is the thing they're most passionate about and they feel they have more stories to tell and they can do it in a cool way, then fine, do it. Mm -hmm. With the son of James Gandolfini, too. I'm oh, excited. yeah, that's right, I'm too. A, I like stuff that's like crazy. that. But that's crazy. But again, like I've been so spurned and burned, mm -hmm. I would have said the same exact thing about George Lucas in 1998. Right? <laughs> Couldn't wait to see. <laughs> You're on a roll of talking about the prequels. <laughs> It's a great example of uh, the worst movies of all time. <laughs> wow. So I'm going to switch gears completely, completely. And I would like to talk about, uh, you know, at, at recording time, this happened yesterday uh, at 2 p.m. Pacific. We had what is called a Nintendo Direct. And uh, Nintendo has stopped going to trade shows and putting on these live things where they have somebody up on the stage and then they show a video of this and that. They have for many years just produced a video and released it under their full control. And they will be doing this, you know, the day before an E3 or a big conference like that or while it's happening. And they'll just do it sporadically throughout the year. They did one yesterday. Hang on a second. Hey, Brian. If you're in the uh, station, can you please pick up 7-1? Uh, Brian? <laughs> 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 so, Brian, that's for you. If you're in the station, could you please pick up 7-1? Uh, uh, Brian? Brian, hello? <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so yesterday's Nintendo Direct uh, focused a lot on a game called Fire Emblem. That's great. That's fine. Uh, and then at the end, um, the host, whose name escapes me right now, and I'm a horrible Nintendo fan, said, this is the last announcement we, that we will have. And what we saw, like, and I myself, I was desperately hoping for Animal Crossing on the Nintendo Switch mm. to come out because we know that's going to happen this year, hopefully sooner than it's going to happen. But anyway, we'll, we'll see. Uh, it starts on a black screen and you hear, well, you see the not actual gameplay. Uh, we've got some animation of underwater and uh, and then Boo. lots of waves, big uh, big storms. And for the briefest moment, I thought this was going to be, I thought them 
like this is a boat, a teeny tiny little boat in a giant swell. And for a, for a brief second, I hoped that that was like a like a coelacanth or another big fish that somebody on Animal Crossing was actually fishing for. But no, what we are seeing is the the intro of Link trying to helm his boat uh, as he's going to make his way uh, and, and wash up on Colahid Island as uh, the, the Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening was announced as a remake for Nintendo Switch. And so we have this animated opening, not actual gameplay footage, and then we have the title and then they throw us directly into the gameplay and holy smokes, it looks like you're playing toys. Yeah. It looks like you're playing the cutest little figurines of of Link and the world of Zelda and I am stupid hype for this game as the other big Nintendo fan in the room. Paul, what do you think? Yeah, I'm stoked for it. I need you to explain to me this though. Like um, when I first saw that trailer in this uh, footage, I was like, "Oh, neat. They're kind of like uh, newing upping uh, the original Legend of Zelda movie for Nintendo Entertainment System. The That's original, the vibe I got. The original Legend of Zelda, by the way, was a game that came out for the Game Boy and then the Game Boy Color in 1993 and 1998. This was a flat 2D top-down world mm. uh, where you were moving Link uh, through little villages on this island after he washes ashore. Okay. And smashing all their pots. Yes. Mm. So, and, pots. and cutting all their grass with his sword. <laughs> so is this so this is not so but then there was a game called Link's Awakening and this is a this is not the original NES Legend of Zelda remake mm-hmm. that I yeah, that one with the gold cartridge. This is not like a remake or a redo or a callback to that, but instead a remake of another game called Link's Awakening, is that right? No, this is Link's Awakening twenty nineteen. This is a remake. Yeah. Of of the same same thing with the same plot. Of? So so it looks like from here anyways. Of but of, but it was Link's Awakening. Oh, that was a game for Game Boy you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so th- this new game is more connected to that Game Boy game it than is it is that game the Boy original. Game. It is. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah, nicer. Yeah. Just newer. Yeah. Just better everything. Hang on a second. Mary Mary's at the oh, Mary's at the door. You better Brian? Hang on a second. You better. Brian? Mary's at the door. Is Mary going to come in? No, I guess Brian. Just by the way, I need to clarify I was booing when you said water because water levels are the worst. Oh, okay. I thought it was you were booing at the not actual footage thing. No, I was booing at water. No, you are correct. Water levels, especially in Zelda games, are the worst. Water levels. Water temple. This is a 2019 update of a 1993 game, and it looks to me. Phenomenal, right? Okay, um, and, and that game from 1993 is kind of like a similar-ish vibe game as the original Legend of Zelda for, for Nintendo. I would say so. Yeah, yep. gotcha. same same thing, sort of top down. It just had you know the 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 updates. Well. Let me just say, Nito Burrito. Yay! I'm really, yeah, excited and into it. I love that Nintendo can do the two things that I like best, and especially with the two franchises that, franchises that I like best. Mario Super and Mario, Zelda. Yep. Yeah, Mario and Zelda. And this is the back and forth they do. They do, like, brand new, super best gameplay of, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know the the roaming around adventure Mario, yeah. as well as uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So like as big as we can make these games, as new and uh, modern as we can make these games, and also at the same time as throwbacky as we can make these two franchises. Definitely. I love playing equally as much the side-scrolling new Super Mario Brothers games. Those are my favorites, and I absolutely will play this one and be flooded with nostalgia for the original Super uh, Nintendo Entertainment System Legend of Zelda. Game that I liked playing. Absolutely. The, the the footage, and again, it looks like you're playing with a toy, like a little figurine version of a very young Link. So we got clips of him running 
around in the village and we see the familiar things like the fences and the grass that he cuts and the little cuckoos that's what they're called they're chickens uh, but interestingly what you see here is a chain chomp from, yeah. from Mario which I is interesting I saw that I was like what so I talked to Caleb Kirby I never played I, I played um, A Link to the Past not a, not Link's Awakening um, and so apparently the chain chomps and later on the goombas that yes. you see in this movie are accurate to the original game <laughs> Something that I neglected to ask him and I want to find out about. Does this not look like um, an Eevee to you? A Pokemon well, I saw, okay, on the last shot, yeah. I thought there was a Cubone yeah. in the corner. Like where you showed me the chain chomp. Oh, okay, I let's thought see. I was like, oh, there's a Cubone, but... This guy here? No, but un- underneath the like, chain chomp. They don't look like those Pokemon to me. No, I'm going to no. say no. no. Okay. I'm going to say they look like... Um, that looks like a little fox. That's a it does look like a little fox. It looks like a... Um, yeah. yeah. Fennec Fox, I think. So, so what was that? But like anyways, a, that was a case of in 1993, them just being like, oh, uh, no one's going to know the difference. Let's Caleb, just throw no, these no, no. Super Mario Caleb, villains. Caleb had a perfect, uh, perfectly eloquent explanation for it. It was right around the time of another Mario thing that they were doing rings and they were reusing bits and by. I don't remember. I don't. Caleb put it very eloquently. Oh. Uh, yeah, maybe we should was it maybe him, Super but. Mario Brothers 2 when they were like using all the crazy... All the crazy stuff like that Birdo and stuff like that, and they didn't go back to Goombas until Super Mario Brothers three. Should we just get him? I'd better just see if he's in the yeah, room. Yeah, do you want just, it? I, oh, sorry, you can put him on Brian. Don't, don't mind if you're closer. Um, sorry, we're just gonna. Oh no, he's not there. Dang it. Okay. Caleb had a great explanation for this. We're not going to spend too much more time on this. But anyway, uh, this game uh, looks absolutely fantastic. I myself do not yet have a Switch, but depending on which game comes out first, if it's this game or Animal Crossing, that will be my killer app to finally get a Switch, and I am greatly looking forward to it. So it says that uh, Chain Chomps were originally uh, made for Zelda. (gasps) Um, And Takayishi... Suzuka, who was working on Super Mario games at the time, allegedly decided to put it in A Link to the Past as a joke. Hilarious! I love that so much. That's great. Thank you, Kirsten. Great research. Thanks, Internet. Um, I think we're kind of done. We're way over time. Um, I need to shoot something, and um, (laughs) we should probably wrap this up, but weirdly, I think we're going to have to wrap it up with one person missing at the beginning and a different person missing at the end (laughs) of the podcast. So, Kirsten James, where can we find you on the internet? On the internet. Great. Kirsten James. That's wonderful. All right. Uh, Art Aronson. At Art Aronson on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. And Between the Stammers. Perfect. We're rolling on Between the Stammers. That's great. Paul Plastino. At Paul Plastino. And um, where we found this podcast, please check out the PJ Party podcast as well. It's Jenny and I, two spicy millennials in Victoria, <laughs> spicing about the news and views of the day. And now to do the impression of Brian, when I say Brian, where can we find you on the internet? Kirsten. Then you say, I'm Boytano913. Uh, oh, I don't know where. I'm okay. DJ Boytano. I, I thought you were listening to him say this enough times. I'm Boytano913 on Instagram, or find me at DJ Boytano on Facebook, and I host a mixtape uh, weekdays at five with Paul and Jenny. My Paul impression was actually much better than my Brian impression. It's easy impression. to do, do an impression a Paul impression than a yeah. Brian. Brian's, Brian's hard. Brian's, Brian's normal. Brian's normal. His it's impression hard to imitate would be a like, normal person. Here's my cool fact from nowhere. Fact. Brian. Yeah, he does say that. That's right. But yeah, Paul, we had nothing I can't wait to but. Hear it. Oh, it's going to be incredible. Oh, good. Um, I'm Webmeister <laughs> Bud. Thanks for listening. This has been the, the Geek Out Podcast. Bye! The Geek Out Podcast is a production of The Zone at 91.3. The views expressed here are not necessarily those of this radio station. And really, some of those views are pretty stupid. I mean, come on. For more on-demand audio from The Zone, visit thezone.fm slash podcast or the on-demand tab of our app. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a zoner.